The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That's right. Strick and Austin are here. I'm in the studio. Strick is remote. And I'm hearing myself back. Stricky, are you there? Stricky, you got me? Let's try now. Hey, here we go, Stricky. Yeah, I don't know why there's an echo, but... The, uh, you know, those who are listening right now, but definitely an echo. We will uh, work to get that figured out here. Um, Stricky, I'll just Stricky, let you, I'll talk, just let you talk, here. talk here. Um, Nebraska, um, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, your thoughts on the game? Well, once again, when you look at Nebraska and you look at this Wisconsin game, got up to a great start, 14 0. They were looking really good, moving the ball, made some big plays, made some big catches. Everything was looking nice and smooth. And then the next thing you know, it just got stagnant. Uh, it, I don't know, you know, if you can say it got basic, um, it, it, it got stagnant. There was nothing that this Wisconsin team that did uh, did anything special numbers across the board looked well you actually won as far as the total uh the total numbers as far as this game so what can you say won this game to me austin you just got to be honest and look at the numbers the total numbers will tell the, the the deal the deal in this game and what was that you lost in the penalties you had more penalties seven for 54 to their four for 45 but here's the main one, interception. They didn't turn the ball over. You didn't create any turnovers. We talked about it on the shows. What Nebraska would need to do, we thought going on the road, going up there to Madison, how they could win this game. It looked like they were going to be in good shape to do so. But the one thing that they didn't do, they didn't get turnovers. They had one, and they come up seven points short. And there, other than that, there's not much difference that I could see in this game. I saw that they tried to be creative in a couple times, tried to throw a couple – um, you know, trick plays out there and, and uh, it ended up not working uh, in that specific instance, the one that I saw. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's wild to see. But again, I kept saying it, man, your opportunities, you got to go put it in the bank. They did not do so. Now the pressure is definitely on. It's mounting. We're going to have to see what they're going to do when uh, Black Friday shows up and Iowa comes in in black. Well, that, I don't know. They that, might not be that, wearing black, but... We will. will. Um, um, the thing about, thing about that two strike is we've, is we've talked, talked a, lot a lot about, about the, the uh, uh, 
I'm going to go out and I'm going to come back. Maybe that's something to do with it. I'll come back, but go ahead. Make your point. Okay. Um, we talk a lot about the offense and the defense for Nebraska and how big a deal those sides of the ball are, but we forget about the the third phase, the special teams. And Avon Rosalie says as much. He says special teams lost the game with a missed field goal and bad punting. Yeah, special teams weren't great for Nebraska. Uh, Brian Buschini had that 19-yard punt on the day, five punts for 35 yards uh, per punt is really all Brian Buschini got done. That's not enough to cut it. If the offense is going to struggle and the defense is, you know, it played okay, maybe not its best game, definitely deserved better. Um, but if the offense is going to struggle and the defense is going to be put in bad positions, that's a tough recipe. You look at what Iowa does to succeed. They don't miss on their punch. Torrey Taylor is one of the best to do it in college football history, not just recently. You know, he's going to have a long NFL career. He's really good. Um, Nebraska's special teams, the missed field goal, that's three points on the board at the end of the first half um, that Nebraska worked for, earned. They put together a good drive to end the half, maybe not perfectly managed, but managed well enough to get down to field goal range, and you leave three points out there, the ball just doesn't turn back over and sneak through the uprights. Okay, missed field goals happened. Alvano was on a bit of a hot streak. You still have, you know, 30 minutes of football to play, but bad punts at bad times. And then you give up plenty of return yards, too. Wisconsin uh, had a 25-yard punt return, a 27-yard kick return, whereas Nebraska got a whole 29 yards total in both punt and kick returns. So we've talked a lot of offense. We've talked a lot of defense. But, Strick, because the margin for error is so small for this Nebraska team, even the special teams has to be a lot better than it's been. Well, Austin, that's what I've been saying. I'm saying those are the things that they have to win. This, in order for this team to have any type of success, if you got a solid defense, you got to give them a chance, give them more space because it's not a, it's not one of those defense that that they've got guys coming off the edge and you know you've got to worry about them. They're going to, in a couple of instances, maybe give you a lot of uh, tackle for losses. They can do that, but I'm saying, I'm saying, in the totality of it, it's easier for them to do it with more uh, yardage to gain than having shorter fields because they still maintain a very uh, a, a, a kind of bend but don't break type of defense with some attack to it. That's really kind of their 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 operated uh, you know the way they operate. So that's the part that if you don't have your special teams giving you anything, or they're giving you short fields, or they're shanking punts, or they're not making field goals, and you, you're, you're going to put yourself in trouble and you're going to come up short. I mean, it's just unfortunate the way it is. And then you turn the ball over. I mean, look, they happen. It's not four of them in a game. It's one. Okay. But the thing they have to do more of, and I mean, they have to preach this. They have to preach digging. They have to preach hawking. They have to preach, um, you know, you know, ganging up, putting helmets on, on ball. I mean, they really have to teach and preach that because otherwise it's going to be a continuation of the same. We have a, a comment on that from the text line as well. Drew and Wahoo um, says, I don't know about you guys, but I've been happy with the defense all year, but don't get me wrong. They've been part of the problem some games too. I don't know if I would say the defense has been part of the problem, but sometimes it just, like I said last week, Strick, one play away. They need to find a way to create a moment to make a big play, to switch momentum up, to to change the field position when the offense is struggling. The defense is good. The defense is the least of my concerns, 
But that's not to say that those guys shouldn't want to get better, and there are plenty of plays out there that elite defenses make that Nebraska just doesn't that can change a game. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, that's that's just the thing. They just don't do those things right now, and um, we've always we've always been saying it on this on the show and on multiple shows that we know where the deficiencies lie. You know, shout out to Chubba Purdy. Came prepared. He did his thing. But again, they're they're they're. I th- I think they're limited on what they can do. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just as we the the analogy I'll continue to use. It's like golfing, or it's 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 like it's like shooting. If it's a day that I know my jumper's off, I mean, some good shooters just continue to shoot. You got your Steph Curry's and guys like that. I mean, they'll continue to shoot. I, I will I will for an instance too. If I know I've got a good shot, I would. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to try to make other plays. I'm trying to get charges. I'm trying to dive for loose balls. I'm trying to, uh, you know, drive and penetrate and create opportunities for other teammates if it's not working for me that night. And it's like that. Because guess what you can do to a team? You can also hurt them by turning the ball over. You can hurt them by taking bad shots. You can hurt them by being out of position. You can hurt them. So there's a lot of ways you can hurt a team. So just do the things that you do successfully to help the the team to win. We know that about this team. That's what this team is. They, I, I, I would say, if you look at it as a whole, Chuba did pretty good for what he can do. I think, you know what I'm saying. For the most part, he got him the lead that he can get him. But I really think the special teams just let us down this game. Special teams let down, and even the offense strike. I mean, they score in the first two drives on big plays. Chuba Purdy with the wheels on the first scramble. Jalen Lloyd breaks a tackle on a nice pitch and catch there for a 58 yard touchdown. Where Nebraska was behind the chains. Um, didn't matter. They two great individual plays, but then Nebraska only has 25 yards of offense in the third quarter. That's unacceptable. That tells you this offense is still spinning its its wheels in the mud far too often. But on Chuba Purdy, I was very impressed with him. You know, only having the turnover that came in overtime. But Strick, think back to how he looked at his start against Michigan last year. Rattled, flustered, sped up, even in his relief duty. He looked so much calmer, so much more under control and confident in his throwing motion. And it didn't look like Nebraska was, you know, scared to throw the ball with him back there. This was a huge step in the right direction for Chubba Purdy's development as a quarterback. Absolutely. I, I don't have no no pushback to that. I, I would agree with you. Um, I think getting fully healthy, getting back, having, a, you know, an offseason. If I'm him, real talk, Austin, I'm going out with my brother. He's got he's I mean, look, he don't got the big paper yet, but he he's going to have the opportunities to train with certain people that most people aren't going to be able to train. If I'm Chubba, I'm going I'm getting in my brother's back pocket, side pocket in his luggage, whatever the case may be. I'm getting next to him so I can, you know, observe, watch. I mean, because obviously right now, Nebraska doesn't have a quarterback coach. Satterwhite, I guess, takes on that duty. But you you. you they're not getting the type of coaching that you would love to get from probably a, a solid quarterback coach. It's not available to them. So if I'm him in my off season, if I want to take another stride, if I want to come back and really compete for whoever they're going to bring in and trust me, I believe that they're going to try to bring, you know, probably a couple in here. Um, if I want to come back and compete for it, I really want to get more of a pro mentality of what I'm seeing because it looks as if Saturday wants to run that style of offense more of a pro style it sure does and Chubba Purdy hasn't locked up a starting job for next year I don't think anyone should you know one good drive at the end of Maryland and one better than what we've seen game 
from the other quarterbacks doesn't assure him of the starting spot next year. But you see promise, you see potential in him and why Nebraska went to get him in the first place. We'll wrap up this segment again on the text line 402-464-5685. Heavy asks, if there aren't enough bowl eligible teams and Nebraska doesn't get to six wins, do they accept a bowl bid if they're invited as a five win team? Yes, Nebraska would accept. I don't know why they would turn it down. But the issue, Strick, is that there's so many teams ahead of them in terms of the the APR, the academic, uh, academic progress rate. Um, and so many teams that, like Nebraska, have a chance to get to six wins already. So the easiest way, of course, is find a way to beat Iowa. Get to six wins yourself and don't rely on it because Nebraska is so far down the pecking order of a five and seven teams. They might not even get the chance to turn it down because it might just not even get to them because there's so many teams ahead of them. <laughs> Look, you've had... You're, you you wait. You've had at least three opportunities, let's just say, to bank it. Three. That's on you. <laughs> like, at this point, it's on you. When are you going to go into to the game, on the field, in the locker room, in the practice, and say, it's on us, man. Let's, let's go take – if you don't this week, when are you going to do it? It ain't going to happen. So that's the issue that, uh, you know, you, you've had opportunities to put it in the bank and not have to worry about this, but now the pressure's on you because it ain't on Iowa. And I was like, shoot, we, we're going to big 10 championship game. We got a good bowl. We going, we coming in here to give you that work too. So I'm, that's the way I could see them, them acting as far as their mentality is concerned. And, and I believe that I was going to take the approach of we're going to we're, we're going to continue to attack. We're going to bend and bone, don't break. You stink at uh, special teams. We're going to beat you there. We're just going to beat you in the categories that we know we can beat you because we just don't believe you. Like we just don't believe that you can drive far on us or you can go all the way on us. You're going to make a mistake and we're going to be there ready to take advantage of it. That's that's how I can see it going. I think that's a great question for the text line. Let us know your thoughts on Iowa's motivations. Are they motivated by revenge for Nebraska beating them last year? Are they motivated by spite to try to keep Nebraska out of a bowl game? Um, again, for every year since 20, the 2016 season. Or does Iowa kind of rest on its laurels? Is it happy with making the Big Ten uh, championship game, having that locked up? Are they maybe flat? Do they celebrate a week too soon? Let us know your thoughts at 402 464 Five six eight five. We'll take another break. When we get back, more from the Husker Hall of Famer during On the Block. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.